What is life in Thailand like right now? How's business? How's tourism? What is the cost of living? How's transportation? What are the general vibes in the city? What are the general vibes in the country? Find out in today's Good Morning Thailand. Hello and welcome to Good Morning Thailand. This is Tim Newton. And does Jay know where his volume button is? I think I do, because yes. I've turned it up. Yes. Uh, I'm Jay and welcome to Good Morning Thailand. Now, we've been kicked out. We're yes. out on the forecourt of BYD Lofts. It's surprisingly quite cool. It's today. very windy, actually. Uh, I don't which, think... is, which is strange because it's extremely sunny at the same time. Uh, the sun's out. Uh, we're sort of in the shade here. Yes. It's a really lovely uh, forecourt at BYD Lofts. So we thought we'd come out and uh, share a bit of the, uh, the outdoors with you. The um, roaming wildebeests and um, panthers are everywhere to be seen. Yep. Um, the two lights look like they're about to take <coughs> off any moment. Yeah, I but can't even see. We're I'm hanging on for the, grim yeah, death. I'm just looking at the camera, I'm blind. All right, what is life like in Thailand right now? Now, for all our viewers, for people living here, everybody has their own opinion. Some people think it's the worst time to go to Thailand. It's never the same. It's never going to be the same, blah, blah, blah. Some people think, I love Thailand, I'm going to go there regardless of the restrictions or whatever, come what may. Now, we're gonna look at different aspects of Thailand and what life in, is like in business, tourism, transport. We're gonna look at some of the restrictions, you know, entertainment areas, sports, cost of living. And as, as you called it, the vibe. Yes, exactly, the vibes of the city. You know, as expats, people who live here, who work here, as Fellow tourists, we go around Thailand. There's so many beautiful places to visit. So in part, we're tourists as well. We're learning about the country all the time. So let's firstly start with business. Now, what is business like in Thailand? I'm obviously, depending on what your business is, uh, it will be completely different. Some people are out of business. Some people have restrictions on their business. Some people are fine. So let's start with the people who are fine. For example, us. Yeah, I mean, uh, as it happened, as a media business, we have weathered this storm fairly well, Jay. Um, we're still uh, yeah, pumping out videos and pumping out stories. Got 33 staff, good heavens. Anyone who's online has basically been able to survive sure. due to the pandemic and the restrictions it's created. I, I think another thing is that there's a lot of people who may have lost their jobs if they're in the tourism or hospitality business yeah. uh, specifically, have gone back to their families, gone back to their family business. Uh, a lot of Phuket sort of emptied itself out very early on. Some yeah. 450,000 people is now thought to be about uh, 380 to 400,000 permanent population. Yeah. That's Phuket. The same situation you could say would be in Pattaya, places like Chiang Mai, Hua Hin even which uh, got a lot of tourism going through them. Yeah. They've been heavily affected, but if you're in the delivery business... Yes. Uh, go on, oh, excuse me, there's a storm on. brewing. <coughs> it's a storm here. BYD lofts. BYD lofts. <coughs> All right, we're okay. We've yes. survived. So now. The, the hurricane of 2022. Yeah. Why? We come outside 
It, it, it hasn't been gale. windy for the last five days. Five years. Just just today for all Hang of us. Hang on sudden, to that light, Jason. Yeah, we're trying to survive right now. We've if got we... Jason nailed down to the chair, otherwise he would be over the other side of the road. Was it a mistake going live? Because if anything does go wrong, they've got it on camera forever. It'd be the only thing that rates on this station. Ladies and gentlemen, you better be recording your screens. All right. Um, so, yeah, business. If you're in the delivery business, I mean, you're doing really well. Things yeah. like Kerry Express, uh, even Thailand Post, their business is way up because people are uh, buying a lot of things online mm -hmm. and all that stuff has to be delivered. Yes. So there have been uh, some businesses that have thrived during the situation. I think the other thing for business, Jay, is that there's been an acceleration of change mm -hmm. that was already sort of starting to happen, but the yes. COVID, not only in Thailand, but around the world, has really accelerated a lot of change. Okay. And especially uh, the move to online, just about everything. Yeah. We're going to be talking about uh, the international situation of COVID, uh, but before we talk, let, let's quickly look at, since we've started with Phuket, you know, Phuket is a place where a lot of people from the south travel to Phuket for work. Places like Nakhonsi Thamarat, Surathani, Trang, Patani, these smaller provinces um, with, you know, smaller populations, smaller work opportunities, uh, fewer work op opportunities, um, they come to Phuket for work and like you said most of these people have gone back to the province because it's too expensive for them to live in a place like Phuket sure, sure. and part of the problem for these businesses who have tried to reopen is to convince these staff to come back and most of them have been resistant because they've gone back home and they've gone back to their farmlands they've figured out a new job for them and they don't want to leave that because there's so much uncertainty yeah. within the country itself you think you as a tourist uh, have a problem with the restrictions think about people whose livelihood depends on the tourism here in Thailand things like car manufacturing yep. uh, are still um, sort of going quite well they haven't uh, dropped the amount of cars that are being produced in Thailand yeah car manufacturing is one of the, uh, the the high exports in Thailand besides things like fruit and um, pineapples yeah uh, so the car manufacturing has has continued at pace um, and they're starting to now roll out a lot of electric vehicles here in Thailand uh, for other manufacturers like uh, Mercedes, um, some Chinese companies now building in Thailand. Mm -hmm. So yeah, again, I think the acceleration of change has shifted the business focus. Okay. I think the other thing to say about business, Jay, is that uh, a lot of people who had to go and work from home, some of them are saying, well, this is actually working out for me. Yeah. Their workplaces are saying, yeah, that's not bad. Uh, you seem to be still doing plenty of work. So we'll keep the situation uh, and you can work from home. So we get a lot of uh, this sort of WFH going on this work from home. So even at the Tiger, we explored perhaps um, doing more work from home. It doesn't seem to work for our business, mm -hmm. but there is a lot of empty real estate in um, Bangkok as far as office space is concerned. And that's been another shift over the past two years. All right, uh, let's now move on to three topics in one, tourism, entertainment, and restrictions. Now, all three of them, in a way, tied have something, together. yeah, they're tied together, they have something to do with each other. Now, places like Phuket, yes, they've suffered, but places like Padaya, you know, people have been furious, they've been enraged, they've been asking their government officials to do something about the situation, and it doesn't help when Phuket does seem to be getting better treatment, if not special treatment. 
Yeah, I think they've had preferential treatment. <clears throat> I think the people in Pattaya would um, ha have good questions to ask the government why they've almost been punished. Uh, there are two hours out of Bangkok, um, and a lot of these tourist zones are at the behest of the, the situation around the world, uh, the flights that are available, the restrictions the government wants to add or remove, and they've got very little control over their businesses. And the government says, well, you know, just be patient. But uh, some of these businesses have been closed for two years. Yeah. A lot of them will never, ever open again. And uh, I think uh, the people in Pattaya would be wondering why they are being punished when other places, uh, like Phuket, for example, have seemed to have been given uh, preferential treatment. We spoke a lot about this yesterday. Okay, all right. So we've spoken about business, we've spoken about tourism. These are things that you can still, you know, watch many videos on as there are many news agencies, vloggers who are talking about it. Let's talk about cost of living. Now, we live in Thailand, we live in Phuket, post-pandemic, have you seen a spike or rise in, you know, when you're grocery shopping or going out to eat at a restaurant? The only thing I've already noticed, uh, the, the inflation is a problem in uh, quite a few Western countries at the moment. So I've sort of been watching uh, to see if we're getting a spike of inflation or prices going up here. The only thing I've noticed uh, has gone up a bit is petrol. Okay. I used to be able to fill my tank on my car for about 1,000 baht. Now it only fills up about three quarters of the way. Mm. But as far as fruit, vegetables, meat, I mean, apparently there's a, uh, a surge of prices in pork and, and eggs. eggs. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we're talking but about- But that's recently, yeah. It's like the last couple of days, literally. Yeah. Uh, but the, the causes of those are not necessarily inflationary trends. Yeah. There are d domestic issues of supply. So uh, I would say that, no, I haven't noticed a big surge in the cost of yeah. living, or both of us live up in Bangkok most of the time. Yeah. But even here in Phuket, um, you know, if you're going to live in the tourist areas, the prices are always going to be high. Yeah. But once you get over the hill onto the east side of the, uh, the island, uh, you're paying half for a lot of things. And I haven't noticed our cost of living going up at all. Well, let's talk about now the vibes. You're all about the vibes, aren't you? The now, thing is, uh, yeah. uh, sorry to interrupt, uh, the, when you read from outside the country about all these restrictions and lists of this and things you have to do to get back into the country, it seems like you know, so we're basically chained to our chairs, we're not allowed to do anything and life is difficult. But I'd say quite the opposite. Life is really good if you're actually living here in Thailand. If you're working, uh, if you want to get around, you go to the yeah. shopping centre, go to sports places. Life has not really changed that much. And I'd say at the moment, uh, it's pretty much back to normal, albeit obviously things have changed a lot for the tourist zones. Yeah. But otherwise, I think people are just sort of getting about their life and trying to, uh, to sort of yeah. keep things hustling on again. Uh, for people coming here, it's a very different Thailand That's that right, they're going yeah. to visit. But I would say in many ways, if they do want to come here and take, make the effort, they're going to see Thailand in a completely different light and a lot of that, I think, would be enjoyable for people. Yeah. If you're coming here for the bars and the girls, you're going to be a bit disappointed. Yeah, a bit disappointed, definitely. For people who have been living here and who are expats for, for many, many years, the current Thailand or 
Phuket or Bangkok, it, it's been at, at its best for the last two years. In the last two years, currently, it's at its best situation in terms of I can go play whatever sports I want, I can socialize with friends at a restaurant, I can... Beaches are empty. Yeah, all I have to do is wear a mask, try to be safe and go to the malls, go to the beaches, go wherever I want. There's no, no one stopping me to, from doing anything. Is it difficult to get in the country as a tourist? Probably, yes. You've got to deal with the headache of the Thailand Pass. Are they going to change the restrictions? But once you're actually here, I can tell you that most people have a very pleasant experience. Yeah, and obviously the Thai people serving the, uh, the, the tourists who are coming here are doing their best to make sure they have a really good time. But the boss, Tim, the bar girls, bar girls' lives matter. And uh, there is still a supply and demand in that particular area, both in uh, Pattaya and also here in Phuket. Yep. There is still life in the old girl yet, uh, but it's nothing like the night scene that you might have experienced in um, so, uh, Nana Plaza, Soy Cowboy, Pat Pong, right. Pattaya, Walking Street, Bangla Road. That, that, that's very, very different at the moment. Right, let's look at... Uh Let's talk quickly about Omicron and the COVID-19 variant. Now, here, overseas? Uh, we'll start with Thailand okay. because, for example, new cases of COVID-19 could jump to 20,000 a day uh, by the end of the month unless precautionary measures are taken. This is coming directly from the CCSA, which is the Center for COVID-19 Situation Administration. Now, let's have a quick look of what's going around the world. USA is... Well, could we just add that yes. uh, in regards to those figures, they're saying it could be 30,000 by the end of February. Yes, that's right. 20,000 by the end of January per day. These numbers are sort of in the realm of the peak last year, uh, the peak of the, the Delta variant. Mm -hmm. And we always stress though when we talk about Omicron is that there are now plenty of studies out and a lot of anecdotal evidence that whilst it is four to seven times more transmissible, it's much less lethal, it has a much lower pathology. So uh, there's fewer people going to hospital and a lot fewer deaths. So we need to stress that. Mm. Around the world, we got the other uh, world figures there, Jason. So we got the, we can show the daily new cases around the world and look at that. Yeah. I mean, a uh, huge spike in the number of cases. And that's pretty much driven by the Omicron variant. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you look at the three other waves the world has seen, uh, they got up to, uh, what, uh, up to 700,000 or so per day. We're now in the uh, nearly, uh, nearly 3 million a day around wow. the world. Yeah. So this surge is much, much greater than the other uh, past surges. Okay. But the heartening thing to look at is if you look at the daily deaths, you can see the uh, the different waves and the way that the the deaths have slowly dropped over time, yeah. and that the Delta variant uh, was less lethal than the variants before it, and now the Omicron variant at this stage uh, is uh, showing uh, no spike in uh, the daily deaths. So that, that's a really good uh, you know statistics don't lie. So I think that's a really good thing worth seeing. Around the world, uh, these are the top ten, Jason the top 10 countries and the USA with uh, 557,000 cases in the last 24 hours. Poor old Australia, I think, is in the top 10. Uh, oh, no, this is... Oh, I didn't, uh, I didn't save the right graph. Oh, no. 
that is the, uh, the, the top around the world overall, not uh, on, on new cases. I, I think Australia was number seven today, mm. still having a lot of cases. They kept the numbers of cases down very low for yeah. quite a long time. And people were saying, how did Australia and New Zealand do it? But uh, poor old Australia is really suffering now. I think they're number seven or number eight in new cases around the world today. Well, that leads me to the next point I was trying to make is that Asia and let's say East versus West, like the way East, uh, Asian countries have handled the COVID situation and the Western countries are handling the situation is very different. Very different. Now, so in short, in conclusion, in the East, you see stricter measures. People are still quite serious. For example, you know, we know the restrictions in Thailand. South Korea is another place where restaurants aren't allowed to operate after 9 p.m. Uh, places like China still have extreme lockdown uh, areas in certain cities with harsh, harsh lockdowns. Hong Kong's pretty much closed its borders again. Pretty much, but places like, you know, for example, Australia, now they're just living with it. So Scott Morrison, the Prime Minister, has come out and said, this is something we've got to live with. Uh, in South Africa, the beta variant was uh, very strong and had strong effects. However, Omicron is very mild, and therefore they're a lot more relaxed regarding Omicron. Um, UK, Boris Johnson uh, has continue to express that they can ride it out. Uh, UK is slightly more serious than perhaps other countries, but still has very high infection numbers. It's quite interesting that East versus West, the different in the, to use your word, vibe, uh, that the Asian countries are currently now sort of going back to locking borders down, adding restrictions, uh, closing restaurants, uh, closing bars, making it more difficult to get around in some cases. Whilst in the West, it's very much a uh, uh, so the narrative is let's learn to live with it. Now we're not saying one is better than the other, but it is definitely a east versus west uh, difference there. Of course here for us, we, we're, we're westerners in the east and uh, we sort of hear what's happening in other countries and we look around us and think we are sort of blessed in many ways that uh, the, the, the numbers have been so low in Thailand especially yeah. compared with the overall population. All right, uh, let's take a quick break. And then once we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about some lighter stories regarding egg price gouging, as well as a high-speed rail coming up after the break. Hello and welcome back. You're watching Good Morning Thailand. This is Tim Newton. I'm Jay and we're in the middle of a storm. I'm not joking. As you can see, uh, I've, I haven't got my eyes fully open because I've got two lights uh, beaming down onto me. Jason, I've got the sun right in my eye now too. Yeah, so Tim's got the sun. I'm in the shadow area. However, there's a windstorm going on around here for some reason in Phuket, Thailand. It's just a little a hurricane strange, in strange day. this area. By the yeah. way, BYD lofts, we're sitting in the forecourt. I've got BYD loft building here. Yeah. On the other side of the road is another BYD loft building. Behind us is also another BYD loft. And then next door, wow, they've another, expanded. they've expanded. Since, since we were last here. So I must ask, Hans, Hans, as he walks past. Oh, there we go. How there. many uh, apartments do you have? 46, 46 apartments. There we go. They're all bespoke apartments. You've got your own sort of kitchen and stuff. So they're, uh, they've taken over the soy. 
they have. Indeed. So, uh, Patong today, the world tomorrow. All right. Uh, Alan BC said, Tim, it takes a while for deaths to catch up with the spikes, so they will go up. So, Alan's suggesting that uh, the, the death rate, uh, even with Omicron, may increase. And the thing is, even though it is much less lethal, mm -hmm. uh, just statistically, we, we will probably see, I agree, Alan, a, a small rise in, uh, in the deaths, just because statistically so many more people are getting ill. Yeah, uh, GRF store uh, corrects me. He says J shade, not shadow. Uh, GRF store, you're actually absolutely correct. I am in the shade. I said shadow because I was referring to Shadow Realm because I'm a geek and I play a lot of games. I have no idea what you're talking about. Exactly, that's my point. Moving on, if you know, you know. Um, let's talk about. Uh, oh, firstly, before before we move on, Terence Lee and Drought the SLP. Drought the SLP. I believe that is his name. Okay, yes. Thank you for being Tiger members and oh, supporting the channel. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Welcome to Tiger Member World. Okay, all right. Uh, I've got a quick short story. This is something you'd like. It's about eggs. Okay, I'm sitting and relaxing and listening. Is it offensive if you call someone an egg, you're an egg? What does that mean? No, I can think of a lot worse insults. Okay. I'll write them down for you and show you later. Well, um, as you s quickly mentioned uh, on the first, or at the start of the show, egg prices have been going up for some reason. Well, my question is what comes first, the chicken or the egg? The egg. Okay. Commerce Minister Jurin Laksanawisit on Monday. Sorry, what's his name? <laughs> Kun Jurin. Laksana Wisit. Oh, okay. That's right. Uh, on Monday, threatened to take legal action against vendors who are going to gouge egg prices. Egg price gouging. This, yeah. This is the big worry we have here in Thailand. That's right. Normally, an egg would cost about three baht. Okay. Uh, some vendors have been a bit naughty and tried to sell them for seven <gasps> to eight baht. Well, mind you, yeah, that's double price. That's double the price. And like you know, for some of the viewers, they might feel like, okay, that's that's not that big of a deal. But it is a, a big, of, a quite big deal for a lot of the people who, you know, not everyone in Thailand uh, earns a lot of money. I know when you go to the market and you get your uh, your your meal. Yeah. Pad Krapau or whatever it is. There's a lot of Kai Dao yes. with egg. A lot of Ooh. people walking around with eggs on yeah. top of their meals. So yeah, for anyone, they love their eggs. Anyone who's lived or visited Thailand, yeah, we love our Kai Dao, which is fried egg. You'll, you'll see a fried egg on anything you order, pretty much. Unless you go to the fancy restaurants and probably not. Yeah, people walking around with ice creams and egg on top. That's it's right. crazy. Yeah. Uh, well, McDonald's hamburger with an egg on top. Yeah, that's it. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, be careful of your egg prices if you are in Thailand and buying eggs. And that's my story. Okay, sorry, I was just reading some of the comments. Mo moving on from our eggy situation. Yes. Um, let's quickly talk about a high-speed rail, in particular between China and Vietnam. No, Laos. Oh, Laos, apologies. Yes, well, Laos door. has a high-speed rail and Thailand doesn't? Oh, there you go. That's a shame. So it's been open now for about uh, two months. This is the, uh, the rail link between southern China and Vientiane in Laos. Uh, Vientiane is pretty much right on the border with Thailand. And uh, on the other side of the border, you've got uh, Nong Kai. So the high-speed rail is now open. Okay. So you can go to Vientiane and you can take a high-speed rail trip 
to the uh, to the border of China and then beyond if you want to, and continue all the way on high speed rail mm. up to Beijing or Shanghai. They've got a huge. They've got a bigger high speed rail network in China than the rest of the world times two. Okay, that's how much high speed rails in China. So it's going to be interesting to see how that starts to unfold in Southeast Asia. Now the investment from the Chinese government uh, to Laos is part of their Belt and Road Initiative. A lot of people sort of see it as China's way of taking over the world. But uh, really it's been their foreign policy for about 10 years, this foreign, um, uh, foreign policy where they're investing in a lot of different uh, connections from uh, other countries in the Asian continent into China. Uh, I think the other way you could look at it, it's been very smart investment from the Chinese side. But in Thailand, they've got high-speed rails started, uh, which will link eventually, in the next three years, Nongkai through Nakhon Ratchasima down to Bangkok. Okay. I think then beyond that, you've got to consider that the Malaysians need to get involved. We need to get the high-speed rail from Bangkok through southern Thailand into Malaysia and down to Singapore which would then, I think, really create an interesting journey for, uh, for travellers to be able to travel from Singapore straight into China. But do you, th let's say for example, in the future, if Thailand does have high-speed rails linking it to China and Singapore, do you think it's going to take away from the whole Thai experience? We're not really known for high-speed rails and trails. Thailand's all about the, let's get on my motorbike and get fined by the police for not wearing a helmet, shirtless. Uh, with a drink in one hand. Yeah. I, I think um, part of the issue in Thailand, and this is also the issue in the United States where they don't re really don't have any high-speed rail at all. Uh, I think the one they're building in California is uh, under a, a lot of debt so far. God, are we going to collapse again here? <laughs> but in Thailand there are, what, four or five really low-cost airlines yeah. who are very competitive, which keeps the travel uh, into and in amongst Thailand very cheap. Yeah. So whilst you've got those low-cost airlines still doing well, I think a high-speed rail would be battling to compete given the, the high cost of infrastructure. But the thing about the, uh, the, the Laos high-speed rail line between China and Thailand is that the Thai government want to export their fruit on the high-speed rail into China because it takes quite a few days and quite expensive to send the trucks through Laos to get to Thailand, to get to China. Uh, at the moment, the high-speed rail will only carry minerals and uh, certain goods, but they won't take fresh fruit. So the Thai government's lobbying the, uh, the Laos leg of the high-speed rail to, uh, to carry fruit so they can turn that into a, a better and more efficient um, uh, export into China. Because China's still a, a big buyer of, uh, of Thai fruit and Thai fresh foods. All right. Um, someone said this show is excellent, which was a very good play on words. Who was that? They, we need to call them out. Ian Anywhere. Uh, sorry, a quick correction as well. Uh, I put in Craig the SLP, and my computer autocorrected it to Drought. So uh, the, the Tiger member was not Drought the SLP, it was Craig the SLP. In fact, it was Craig F who's changed his name. To Drought? Yes. No. <laughs> how, do you, how do you get drought from Craig? What ask, spell ask check? Apple. Apple and its uh, evil ways or good ways, depending on what you feel about them. All right, let's take another quick break. We're going to come back and take some viewer questions. This is the time where you get to ask us anything you like regarding the topics today or anything regarding Thailand. So we'll be back right after this.
find the coffee roast you love most. Coffee Culture delivers Thai coffee online. Whole beans or pre-ground delivered to your doorstep in Thailand. Go to coffeeculture.asia and get coffee you love delivered to your doorstep. Welcome back to Good Morning Thailand. This is Tim, I'm Jay, and it's now time to answer some of your questions. But before we do that, let's give a quick thank you to Coffee Culture for being oh, Coffee Culture. our amazing sponsors yes. for quite a few months now. Yeah. We've been having their beautiful coffee every morning. You've, you've finished your Coffee Culture. I have finished my Coffee Culture. Why is it leave an empty cup of Coffee Culture? Well, I had it while I was doing the show. I think it was empty before the show, but that's all right. It's coffeeculture.asia. Yeah, they have you can small, buy and you can buy ground coffee on uh, and um, coffee beans, ground coffee beans and ground coffee on coffeeculture.asia. Nice packaging, uh, a nice range of real quality coffees too. Fun sized. All right. <laughs> yes, you can get this size or this size. Uh, let's uh, move on to some questions. Gijo George says, "How much the cost you have found with eggs in vendor and restaurant?" Oh, I haven't noticed any change at the moment. Uh, none of the, because um, I, I get quite a lot of food panda the last couple of weeks, and we've had seen no change in the prices uh, at the moment. And I usually, like Thai people, when I get Thai food, I usually like pop an egg on top. So I haven't noticed any change yet. Hmm. Uh, got one here from New. Well, how about you? How about me? Yes, with eggs. Uh, I have, have not realised. No, I've I. Like you, I've only ever had egg if I'm ordering food outside. Okay. Not a big egg fan at home. New York Hardcore says, need to get with Japan and get high-speed rail from Bangkok to Phuket. Well, yeah, I mean, you would think that it would be an obvious extension once they've got the high-speed rail from Nongkai down to Bangkok to then go Bangkok into the south. I mean, the rail line at the moment goes through Suratani and then down the south, sort of down the, the Gulf of Thailand side. Uh, but completely avoids Phuket. Mm. There's no rail into Phuket. Uh, but the problem is, at the moment, you've got five or six discount airlines all flying into Phuket. I was travelling up to Bangkok and back weekly over the last two years, probably at least half the time every week. Yeah. And I was getting a fare every journey of between sort of 600 to 1,200 baht, mm. depending on the day and when I booked and things like that. Yeah. Uh, coming back on Friday nights is usually more expensive. So what's 500 baht in dollars? Ooh, no idea. 500, 500 baht divided in, by 30, in US dollars. 33, 32? 32. Uh, here we are, 500 We're in media production for a reason. No 32. math skills here. It's $15. So I'm getting uh, a fare. Uh, it's $1,200 divided by 32. $37 is the most I've sort of paid yeah. for an airfare down to Phuket or Phuket to Bangkok. So if you're going to start building a high-speed rail and you've got to compete with a $37 fare, yeah. see, it's going to make your sums pretty hard to, to make the, the bottom line win. So yeah, uh, I'm, and would I take it, given that a high-speed rail would take longer than a, uh, a plane? Then again, if the railway station was outside my house it mm -hmm. was point to point depends where the station uh, ends up in bangkok as well if it comes out at uh, bang na which is where the new rail hub is in bangkok then i've got a, probably a half hour journey to the office 
At the moment, I land at Sawanapum, which is about a 15-minute journey on the airport link, yeah. literally to our office, and that's 35 baht. So, yeah, interesting to do the sums on all this. All right. Uh, Craig says, you are a gentleman and a scholar, Jay. Why, thank you, Craig, and a namaste to you too. I don't think you're either. Oh, sorry, for your earlier question, which came first, the chicken or the egg? In Thai, uh, the chicken came first. Because the first alphabet of the Thai language is chicken, and the second is egg. Gok Kai. Yes. Gok Kai. Right. Good attempt, that was not bad. Ben Smith says, subscriber for a year. First time caught a live show, it's 3 a.m. in the UK. Ben, you should be asleep. Ben. But thank you for joining us bed. live. <laughs> uh, Rusty Grave says, if China, I should have pre-read this, I'm sure. If China attacked Thailand, the worst they would do is set fire to themselves. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> you read it, you tell me. <laughs> Rusty, you should be in bed as well. Uh, Barry says, Tim getting his monthly check from the CCP. Ah, good on you, Barry. <laughs> You're so funny. Uh, what else have we got here? <laughs> God. Uh, Thai and China are brothers, says Tawan Paradise. Yeah, this whole sort of Thailand is a puppet state to China thing. Yeah. This is a really odd narrative. Well, living here and running a business for 10 years, I have not seen this uh, huge amount of Chinese investment that shows any control over the Thai economy whatsoever. Yeah. The Chinese have to fall into line along with all the other foreigners. They're not allowed to own uh, a company, more than 49%. They're not allowed to own property freehold unless it's a condo. And yes, there's quite a, a high rate of Chinese condo ownership. But uh, the Chinese do not run Thailand or the economy. I can yeah. assure you of that. All right, uh, for anyone watching, if you're enjoying the show, please click uh, like for me. Uh, or for Tim, whoever you like, please click the like button. And also, we have an announcement. Should we have a poll? Do you like Tim more than Jay? That'd be a good poll. I think that would be a sad poll. Probably would be too. Ninety-nine oh, percent to it. one. Uh, but shall we make Here an we announcement are. about about you know what? Oh yeah, we'll make an announcement about that as soon as I address this one from Bruce Robinson. Okay. Who says I lived in Phuket for four years in Qatar and saw prices increase based on the exchange rate and strength of the Thai baht over the Australian dollar. Well, there you go. If you are going to be comparing uh, what you spend here with your home currency, yeah. you are going to see a different sort of fluctuation. But living here, earning Thai baht and spending Thai baht, I really haven't noticed a huge amount of inflation over, well, at least those four years, probably over the 10 years. Uh, my rent now is the cheapest it's ever been. Mm. That's partly a COVID issue, I suppose. Uh, but yeah, life in Thailand, if you're smart, and if you don't live in Kata Karon, you don't live in um, Pattaya in the center part of the city, you don't live along the beachfront of Hua Hin, life can be very cheap in Thailand if you're half smart. All right. Thanks, Bruce. It's time for the announcement. Oh, the announcement. The announcement. We are finally going to start Another channel. Another YouTube channel? Yes. So... Jay, what's the channel called? The channel is called Bounce. Bounce? Tiger Bounce. Okay. And what will we see on that channel, Jay? All things related to entertainment, fun, and also educational. 
So things that are not news, would that be correct? That is absolutely correct. So what we've done is that as the tiger's grown, you know, we've, we've added more and more shows to the channel, uh, as our viewers would be aware, on, mostly on Saturdays and Sundays. We do real estate, we do educational, we do, um, you know, challenges, food challenges. We do mini documentaries with Bangkok Pat. We do our own documentaries regarding, you know, electric tuk-tuks. I think that was the latest one that came out. Food challenges? That's right. And all of these things will be moved to our new channel so that our main channel can be focused only on news. Just news. So it can be the hub. If you want news, you go to this channel. If you want to learn things about Thailand, you want to be entertained, you can go to Bounce. Uh, so it's just going to be called Bounce or Tiger Bounce? It will be I called ask bounce. You without, well, just bounce. It's powered by the tiger, so for sure we're not going to forget our roots where we come from. It's just a, it's just a funner, you know. We wanted to funner, funner. Mm. It's more fun, and it, hopefully more entertaining to people. Okay. Therefore, giving them it's, it's it's easy to differentiate between tiger and bounce. Will they wear floral shirts? We will come up with something better. What is it going to be? You're going to have to Could stay you tuned. Possibly imagine anything better. That's right. So when's uh, it launching, Jay? Xanderman says funner, more fun. Okay, I get it. I said it wrong. Move on. Uh, sorry. When is it going to be launched? When's it's, it going to be launched? It's going to be launched next Monday, actually. Oh, okay. That's right. So this week we've already prepared some new content for you. We will be sharing the link to the new channel uh, in the next couple of days. We are currently finalizing the logos, the design, and. Uh, the content that we've already pre-produced or are producing this week will be launched next week uh, and so you will be able to visit the channel very 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 soon stephanie says anyone thinking of visiting thailand we highly recommend byd lofts it's beautiful there we're at b we're at byd lofts right now where are you yeah. loving the beautiful tropical breeze really not a hurricane yes yes we might be exaggerating is that that them there in the background? Is that Stephanie? Uh, sorry? I don't know. Stephanie, is that Stephanie there? I don't know. There we go. Larry says, I want Jay to go to every bar Thailand and have a drink with the new show. Well, Larry, um, funny you ask that, but... Um, sorry, I just read a hilarious comment. Uh, it's funny you ask that because we will be doing a lot more We'll try to differentiate our content that we normally do and associate with the tiger and move in a, you know, more youthful. daring, youthful uh, direction. And yes. that's why we try to, you know, differentiate even with the name, because some people were like, why didn't we call it Tiger Prowl, Tiger Roar? Uh, we tried to come up with a new name because it's, it's sort of a new beginning where we will be trying to do more daring videos. And videos like, for example, going around uh, in bars. We're not necessarily going to go around in every bar and have a drink, but you know, we will try to do some controversial videos. We'll try to do some daring videos, some exciting videos. If you think you're going to be able to get your free, your beers on a Tiger expense account, <laughs> you've got another thing coming. Sure. Uh, quite a few people, including Scott and Brad, have said, is it bounce or pounce? Yes. And they said, Tiger's pounce, they don't bounce. Yeah. Well, someone's on the right track because I've got a comment here from DS Berg. What did he say? Ta yes, you're right on. So if you read the stories of Winnie the Pooh and the character Tigger, who was a tiger, he used to bounce. So you're right on. Uh, that's where it does come from. Pooh's Tigger bounced. Uh, but yes, uh, this will be a new opportunity for Tiger to do some 
fun, <laughs> entertaining, daring videos. So stay tuned for that. The Wu Tang Wife says Jay and Tim has the taxi mafia ripped you off in Phuket. Oh yes, not a person comes to or lives in Thailand that hasn't been ripped off by the taxi mafia. And I could say through the things that have survived the COVID crisis, the taxi mafia have survived. And they're taking up all the parking spots in Patong already. Yeah. And uh, if you do want to come from the airport in Phuket to a place like Patong to BYD Lofts, um, perhaps we'd suggest to organise that trip through your uh, hotel yeah. because you are going to get ripped off if you want to take a taxi. Taxis, for some reason, in Phuket uh, are three, four, five times as much as what you pay in Bangkok. Pattaya's got its own situation. They've got the BART bus, and uh, I think public transport there is much more reasonable. Here in Phuket, it's a whole uh, ecosystem, the way the whole transport system works. It's not a strong point of life in uh, Phuket. I've got my own car, so it doesn't particularly bother me. But if you do use taxis, get ready to get your wallet out and ask, why doesn't your meter work? Good question to ask. No luck there, I'm sure. Uh, you need a crazy DJ, DJ Mortez. Yes, for the new channel. If you're when you do come to Thailand, we definitely need a crazy DJ. All right, shall we end the show there? Um, Chugsy, Chugsy says, I thought the Thai government. It's very difficult to see the screens with these lights in front of us. Yeah. Um, where I thought the Thai government was going to deal with the taxi mafia. Clearly, all talk, no action. Uh, over the 10 years I've lived in Thailand, nearly mm -hmm. 11 years uh, next month, the Thai government has probably four or five times said they're going to clean up the taxi mafia. Uh, if you pit the taxi mafia against the Thai army, the taxi mafia wins every single time. It's not just a couple of people who've put up the prices, it's an entire ecosystem an alternative universe that uh, lives outside the law somehow. Oh, here's a taxi coming now <laughs> with a gun pointed at us. <laughs> coming. All right, uh, let's end the show there. Uh, thank you, Tim. When is Tiger annual pool party happening? Asks about San Francisco. When are we having our annual pool party, Jay? Mid-July. Mid-July? Yes. Uh, the other thing I was going to mention, just uh, in passing, yes. before we go, because you might be able to help with this, is uh, how many subscribers we have. We're up to 99,643 subscribers as of this moment. That's right. Could we get some uh, 357 people to now uh, reach down and click that subscribe button if you haven't already, and you could push us over the 100,000 mark while we're actually watching the screen. Yeah. Probably won't happen, but... Probably um, wouldn't happen, but hey, one can dream. So if you haven't subscribed, please do the right thing. It, it, it costs you nothing to subscribe. You're not gonna get sort of emails from us or we're not gonna come and knock on your door. Maybe you want us to, but <laughs> yeah, subscribe, please. We do need to get one million, says GRF Store. But it helps with the, uh, the algorithm. Yes, it does. All right, uh, let's end the show there. Uh, thank you, all the viewers, for watching. Thank you, Tim. Thank you. And thank you to Jason pressing the buttons. Thank you to the team members in Bangkok working very hard. And thank you to all the viewers. Thanks to the wind gods. Joining us every day live. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. Have a great day.